Okay, so good morning, everybody. Today is June 22nd. Daf Lamed Zion. We stopped on Lamed. Hey, I'm bed. Yeah, right at the bottom. Last line of the page. Lamed Lamed Vavamubet. Last line of the page. Okay, Amar of Hizda. Okay, no, my prusbul. My prusbul. What does the word mean? Okay. Well, it's raining outside, and we have like classes all over the building now. Baruch Hashem. There's no room for anybody. Yeah, unbelievable. Thank God. Baruch Hashem. So it's too wet outside for us. So uh, we're upstairs. My, yeah, the hallway up. But now they have breakfast downstairs because everything's inside now. So the downstairs room has the breakfast in the class. So yeah, it's all wet outside. My prusbul amar of hisda pros bule ubute. Okay, it's a contraction of these words. Pros look and she says takana. It's a takana. The word pros is takana for bully and bute. Maze bully ubute. She says ashirim ve'aniim. Ashirim shelo yafsidu ve'aniim shelo yinalu del bifnehim. So it's a fix for the ashirim and the aniim. How do we know that these words mean ani and mean ashir? So here we go. Bully elo ashirim. Dichtiv v'shibarti et geon uzechem. Okay, pasuk says I will break right your strength. V'tani rav Yosef elu bolaot shebi Yehuda. Okay, those are the wealthy people that she says Ashirim. So the word bully apparently means wealthy. Buti elu aniim dichtiv ha'avet ta'avitenu. So take collateral. The word bot meaning avet, right? Collateral. You take collateral from an ani. Fine. Amale ravalilu aza. Rava spoke to this person that spoke, you know, foreign language. Tells him my prusbul. What does it mean? This word prusbul. Amale porsa demilta. So that she says over here porsa demilta efuze. Right? Anyone who doesn't speak Hebrew is speaking this other language. Proz means pursa, like takana. It means takana. Fix the item. Okay. Okay, Yatomim do not need to make to write a principle. Mean father left assets after he passed away, and the Yatomim, the the what do you call it, the trustee of the estate lent the money out, right? And now comes Shemitah, they don't need a principle; they can collect the money after Shemitah anyway. Why? Because the Bedin is the already the one really in charge of their estate. They just appointed a trustee, but it's already all. So the estate is already controlled by the Betin. Just like you're handing over your, your loans to the Betin, this is already done because the father left it to the Betin. Fine. Yep. Tanan. En kotvin prusbul ela ala karka. Okay, you can only write a prusbul if the borrower has land. Im enlo. What happens if he doesn't have any land? Mezakeo betoch sadeo. So the lender gives him a small piece. Right into his uh, from his from his property, a little mashu, a little nothing, one inch, so that he can write the prusbul. Right? How much are we talking? Is a koshu? One stalk of cabbage, right? One little cabbage plant. Yep. Even if you lent him a spot in your field to allow him to place his oven on it. You could write a prusbul for the spot that you lent him. Ini, is that true? Vehatane hilel en kotli prusbul ela al atzitz nakuv bilvad nakuv in she enu nakuv lo. But really, you tell me now. Even if he lent him the the place, right? Is what you're telling me that he didn't own anything, and the, because what he, could, he keeps his oven there, which is a movable object, right? That you're you're allowed to write a prusbul. Well, we have a, bit, a statement in the name of was hilel. 
was Hillel, right? Vatan Hillel, yeah. You can't write a prusbul, right? Unless you've given him, you've given him an atzitz nakuv, a pot that has holes, right? So that it's actually nourishing from the ground. Then you could tell me that the pot itself is like attached to the ground, so he has ground, he has he has land to write a prusbul. But if it has no holes in the pot, so then you can't. So how can you tell me because the oven I let so if I let him put my on my pot that has no holes, I let him put it on my property, according to Hillel, you would not be allowed to write a prusbul. So I should not be allowed to write it for the oven either, because again, neither of those have holes on the bottom. So the Gemara says again, "Vehatani Hillel enkotim prusbul elal asis nakuv bilvad nakuv inch eno nakuv lo." Amai right? Vehatika mekomo right? Why would I not be allowed to use a pot that has no holes? According to you, the makom where the pot is is the same as the makom where the oven is. What's the difference? So the Gemara answers, "No, no, lo tsricha demanach asichi." Okay, this case that you're talking about, that you want to tell me I can only write the prusbul if the pot is, uh, has holes, is because the pot's not on the ground. It's, it's standing on pegs. So in order for it to be considered part of the ground, they need to have holes so they can get nourishment from the ground. But if it was on the ground, mamash, even without holes, of course you would be allowed to write a prusbul, just like you can with the oven. Fine. Rav Asher Maknele Gidma de Dikla. He would give the, uh, he had a, a dekel, or what do you call it, a palm tree that was already uh, cut down. The Gidma is the stump, the stump of the tree, right? So he would give that to the Ani, and now he could write a prusbul. The Chatava le prusbul, Rabbanan de Rav Asher, Masre Milaihu Lahadadeh. Okay? They would actually give them the documents over this prusbul verbally without writing anything. They would say, look at Ashi says, Masul Ashi says it is Masul Milahu, a little bit lower down the way we are. Below Kitivat Prusbul. Ela Kach Amar Lachaberim Hare Atem Bedin Vehobi Masulachem Lukvoto Kosman Chirse. Totally verbal statement. Right? You are the Bedin and I'm handling you. Okay, so the, the rabbis and the rabbi Ashes Bedin would verbally, verbally transfer their loans to each other. Do you need a witness for a verbal statement? What do you mean? So they, they took away this requirement? They of didn't require to write it. They, it was verbal was enough. Yeah, it was enough. Yonatan Masar Bar Abba. He did it also. No, no, it says, Rashi says there's no land. Rashi says they verbal, verbally handed it over to each other. What are you talking about, no land? Masre milayu belo kitivat prusbu elakach amal lachaverim hare atem bedin vechovi masul achem ligvoto koshman sherze. Right, so he could have could be the has to have, the guy still has to have land, but he's just doing it verbally without writing anything. Okay, and now we have Rabbi Yonatan Masan Milen Rabbi Chiyabar Abba also verbally. Amalit srichra midi acharina. So he told him after he said the verbal statement, do I need to do anything else? Amalit lo srichat. No, you're good. No problem. The verbal is enough. Yes, we shifted the conversation from land. Land is a requirement. Land is a requirement. Move on to the next statement. Now, do I have to actually write it? So what I know, you can do it verbally. Okay. Tara Banan. What happens if the borrower doesn't have land, but the guarantor does have land on this? So there's a guarantor on the loan, but he has he has the land, you can write a prusbul, even though the borrower himself doesn't have land. To the borrower. Uh, the principle is on the loan itself. It's on the loan. So since the, the Arev is also responsible, so only as long as one party here that's responsible has a uh, land, you're good. Okay? So he says, What if neither of them have karka now? But someone who owes money to the person that owes you money. 
right? So you have Reuven, Shimon, Levi. Reuven lends to Shimon. Happens to be that Levi also owes money to Shimon. So it's Levi owes to Shimon. Shimon owes to Reuven. So now I have uh, I, I'm I'm the lender, okay? And uh, I'm Reuven, and Shimon has no land, but Levi has land. But I, Levi and me really technically don't have a direct relationship. Our relationship is only through the fact that Shimon owes me money and Levi owes money to Shimon. So now, Levi has land. Can I write a Prusbul now? So that's what's going on over here. He says, right? You would be allowed to write a Prusbul because of the law of Rabbi Natan. The Tanya, Rabbi Natan Omer, Right, that's famous to be Natan, right? That we play with this law of transitive because A owes B and, uh, and C owes uh, 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 B, what is it? Uh, C owes to B and B owes to A, so C can pay A directly. And that's what happens over here. Since the, the case, our case, Levi, can actually pay the Uven directly by bypassing Shimon if necessary, and since Levi has land, so now I can write a Prusbul on my, uh, on my land. Okay. 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 <laughs> First, Mishnah says, Shevi'it can cancel a loan, whether it's a written loan or a verbal loan. Rav let's explain what this Mishnah means. We're going to qualify what Shtar means and Lo Shtar. So first, first explanation. Bishtar, Shtar sheyesh bo achrayut nechasim. Shelo bishtar, she'em bo achrayut nechasim. Kol sheken mil ve'alpeh. Okay, first explanation. When we say, Shevi'it is meshametet, right? Ben, Ben... Bishtar and Ben Shiloh Bishtar. So Bishtar means over here that I have a document that says in the document that the borrower's all his assets are subject to the loan. That's Akhrayut Nechassim. Shiloh Bishtar, when it says that Shemitah will also cancel something that has no Shtar, that means no Shtar. It doesn't mean that there is no Shtar. There is a Shtar. But it doesn't have Akhrayut Nechassim. It didn't say in there, right? It's a, it's a documented loan that doesn't say that all the assets of the borrower are subject to this debt. Yeah, don't okay? say that. That's it's Ta'ut Sofer, yes. Yeah. Milve alpe, a kosheken milve alpe. Okay, and of course that Shemitah will cancel a verbal loan that has no document at all. So according to this opinion, Shemitah cancels everything. I don't care what kind of document you have. It's explicit. It's not explicit. It's verbal. It doesn't matter what. Shemitah is canceling your loan. That's this opinion. Fine. No, that's not what the Mishnah means. When the Mishnah says Shemitah is Mishamet Bishtar, that's Shtar Sheembo Achrayut Nechasim. Shelo Bishtar, that's Milve Alpeh. Aval Shtar Sheeshbo Achrayut Nechasim, Eno Mishamet. According to them, if you have a documented loan that in it says that the, all the assets of this borrower are subject to this debt, you don't need a Prusbul, you don't need nothing. Shemitah does not cancel that loan. Okay? It's not the Halakha, but that's their opinion. Fine. Tanya kavate de Yohanan ve Shimon ben Lakish. Okay, they have a baraita supporting them. Shtar hov meshamet. Vim yeshbo acharucha nechasim eno meshamet. Okay, clearly, clearly supports their opinion. Which is not halacha. Tanya idach. Siem lo sade ahad behalvaato eno meshamet. That is the halacha, by the way. That if the, if the uh, document actually specifies one specific field where he will collect his debt from, so then the, the uh, Shemitah does not cancel the loan anymore. We look at that, that's like it's collected already. It's as if it's, I, I don't need to go, I don't, I don't need to come and pressure you to collect. 
that's the field. I come, I come there, I just take the field. It's over. So Shemitah will not cancel that loan. Okay, that's another uh, okay as, uh, support again for the Bihanana. If he write, he wrote in there, all my assets are responsible and guaranteeing this debt. Shemitah will not cancel this loan. Okay. It's easy to collect. We'll see now if we hold that that way or not. And if it's already collected, so then I'm not a problem for me to collect it. Because I already collected it anyway. Okay. The relatives of the Asi. They had this document. Okay. In it was written this idea that all the assets are subject to the loan. Right. They came to before him. Does Shemitah cancel this loan? It says in there that the guy who owes, owes assets subject to the loan. It says, Eno Mishavet. It's not going to cancel. Okay. Shavke, they left him. Atul Kamed, the Hanan. They came to the Hanan. Amar Le, Mishavet. He told them, Sorry, it is canceling this loan. So if Rabbi Aseh is saying no, Rabbi Hanan saying yes. Atul Rabbi Aseh, the Kamed, the Hanan. Okay, Rabbi Aseh comes in front of Rabbi Hanan now. Right? Amar Le, Mishavet, or Eno Mishavet. Right? So what does he say? Amar le meshamet. He says, yes, it cancels. He says, but the ha mor hu de amar enu meshamet. You and Rish Lakish a minute ago, we just read their opinion, that Rabbi Hanan, you told me that it does not cancel. And now you tell me that it does cancel. Amar le vechimi peneshe anu medamim naase maase. He says, well, because we are comparing the case of Achrayun Chasim to the case of a prusbul, you think we should actually act on that? We can say, so that's what he's saying, basically. I mean, look, look how she wants to explain this line. What he says is, um, you see Rashi Midamin? He says, because it's Yohanan Lakish, anu ken, velo and therefore, naase maase mamono it's a svara. It's, it's a personal svara that they came up with. They think, listen, what's the difference? If I have acharyu nechasim, same thing as the guy's karka, it's collected. I can collect the land wherever I want. The land's not going anywhere. It's right here. It's like it's already collected. So my svara tells me that shemitah shouldn't cancel that loan. But I don't have any teaching from my parent, from my rabbis, that that's true. And therefore, if you ask me, I'm going to tell you, sorry, it's mishamet. Fine, because otherwise you ask me to take money away from the love. Right? And therefore, what the bottom line is, the love has the money. So, I'll say Mishamit. Even though Svara tells me it's the other way around, but I have no, I have no support. Fine. He says, But didn't we quote a Baraita? You have an opinion. Great, it's not your rabbi, but we have a Baraita. You have Tanaim on your side. We just saw it a minute ago. It says, if it says, that your Shemitah is not canceling the loan. So, what are you worried about? <clears throat> You're right, I have a baraita, but that baraita might be bechamai. Thank you. Why? The amre shtar haomed legavot ki gavot dami. So you just baruch atah Adonai haolam shah kol niyab edvarot. He says shtar haomed legavot ki gavot dami. Okay, and therefore this document is like collected already, but that's bechamai's opinion. Therefore, I'm not sure. Okay, tenan hatam. Mishnah says over there, Hamavet Havinomaot Al Mashkon, If you lent with collateral, you have collateral already in your possession, or you handed over your documents to Betin basically through Prusbul, then Shemitah will not cancel your loan. It says, Mabishlama Moseshtavla Bedin, the Tafselu Bedina. 
I understand the Prusbul because Bedin became the creditors now and they can collect after because Bedin is not uh, personal. Personal is what's the problem. This is Bedin collecting Mutar. Got it. Ela, Malve al Meshkon, Maitama. What's the reason that if I lent with collateral, that the Shemitah will not cancel the loan? So I gave the guy a loan, I have collateral. Shemitah comes, no, he has to still pay me back. Why? Amarava, Mishunitafasle. Because you're holding the collateral. The collateral is payment. Right? <clears throat> and if, therefore, it's as, you, or, as if you've already got paid. So why would Shemitah cancel something that's already paid? Say what? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to trade my money for your collateral back. Right? What you're saying is true. Right? If you're telling what you're saying is true, it's if I meant I lent somebody money and I'm living in his house. So I'm tofes the house now because that's where I live. So Shemitah is not going to cancel that loan either. Amar no. Shani mashkon dekani le midrebi itzhak. The Amar midrebi itzhak. Minayin lebal chav shekone mashkon shenemar ulchati esedaka. Im eno kone esedaka minayin. Mikan lebal chav shekone mashkon. So he says, no, no. A collateral of a movable object is different than a house. The mashkon, the mashkon you actually own. When you get a piece of collateral that's not a piece of land, that's a movable object, you've acquired that mashkon. It's in your possession and you own it. Because what we see from Nabi Yitzhak, that the Pasuk says that when you give back the mashkon to the, to the uh, you know, to the uh, almana, when she comes and she needs her, whatever, at night, the pillows and the pajamas and the blankets or whatever it is, says, Ulechati Esedakah. It will be considered for you as a meritorious act. Now, eh, why is it meritorious if it's mine? Well, it must be because I didn't have to give it back. Because if it was really his, I'm obligated to give it back. It's not a mitzvah not to give back something that's not mine. It's an obligation. No, no. It's a mitzvah for you because you didn't have to. Why? Because the Baal Kov is Koneh the Mashkon. And therefore, when it's a movable object, that's when we say that Shemitah is Mishamet. But living in the guy's house, that didn't mean you don't acquire the house. Therefore, no. Fine. All right. Tanan Hatam. Amma Hazir. Okay, so he says that someone who's coming now in Shemitah year, okay, and you have to say according to Rashi that we're talking about after Shemitah, because in Shemitah year the loan is still due, you don't have to say anything. It's not canceled until the last day of the seventh year. So in the seventh year, you still pay, you don't say anything. We're talking about in year eight now, and you want to come and you want to pay your friend because you feel bad that it was canceled. Now you have the money and you want to pay. You tell him the, the uh, person who's, who's the, uh, the lender has to say, because you should know that the halakha is the loan is canceled. And I'm telling you, I'm canceling your loan. And if the borrower says, Af al I want to pay you anyway, then you kabel, you're allowed to take it. Shneimar vezet devar hashemita, meaning you have to be medaber to say the words. Okay, fine. Amar Raba v'talile ad the Amar Hachi. Raba says you can you can hang him on the tree, force him, beat him until he actually says, "I want to pay you anyway." Okay. Eti ve'abaye. He says, "I want to pay you anyway." Until he has to accept it. No, until he's done. Until he tells you, "I want to pay you." Afa pichin. Yeah, no, no, yeah, look at Ashi. Vitalile im hayaro tsela hazorbo, yetlenu ala etz im gavra yado ad de amarle af al pichen. You can guilt him into pain. Yes, you can beat him up even according to Rabba. Okay? Eti ve abaye kishihu notenlo, al yomarlo behovi anirotenlecha, el yomarlo shelihen, ubi matanan yotenlecha. 
Okay? So we have Abaye says, what do you mean? You tell me I beat him up until he says I want to pay you back? We have a statement over here, Baraita, that says, when he comes to give him the money, he shouldn't tell the guy I want to pay you back because of the debt. Rather, you tell him I'm giving you this money as a gift. So Amar Le Rabbah says back, Tali Le Nami Adi You could beat him up until he tells that also to you, that, that it's a gift. Okay? You could force him to give you back the money. Okay? Abba Bar Marta, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that if we have this, we don't need it for the proof. Okay, you, you need a proof for the guy that doesn't want to be a, doesn't want to be mafia. I don't want to be a mafia. I'm not gonna go beat up anybody. I'd rather have a proof in advance. I don't have to come after you later. I have to worry about you coming to air, tell me I want to pay you anyway. No. You do if you if you want to only if you if you're right if you're a mafia you don't need to you don't need proof. Go beat him up after. Well, no, it's only when the guy came already that he wants to come pay you, right? The guy says, when the guy comes to pay you, he's coming to pay you, he needs to say this. So I can beat him up to say this. But who says he has to come? He didn't have to come. That's what Prusbul's for. He didn't have to come to me. He's, he's coming out of his own goodwill. He wants to pay me back. So according to the Gemara, if he doesn't tell me that it's a gift, or he doesn't tell me, I want to give it to you even though it's canceled, right? then, then it's, I'm not allowed to collect it anymore. Sure there's a story out. coming you'll see it'll make it clearer here's the story ready it says like this uh, okay so this guy owed money to Rabbah he came to Rabbah to give it back to him again in the beginning of the 8th year what happened the guy says thank you very much he took the money kish Abaye came now. He sees Rabbi, he's very upset. He says, What are you upset about? This is what happened. The guy came to pay me. And I told him it's canceled. And he said, Thank you very much. He took the money. Abaye went to this guy. He says, You brought money to Rabbi? He says, Yeah. And what did he tell you when you brought the money? He told me, uh, you know, I can't, the loan is canceled. So Abaye tells him, Did you tell him, I don't, it doesn't matter, I want to pay you anyway? No, I didn't tell him that. I left. Do you know that if you had said, take it anyway, he would have taken it? So I think you should go take the money back to him and tell him take it anyway. Okay? Azal, he went, he brought the money. The guy told him, I want to pay you anyway. Shaklinum in Rabba took the money. Amar Amar, what did Rabba say? Right? This person who's what his name was, Rabba, uh, right? Abba Bar Marta or Abba Bar Minyome, who happened to be a, a, you know, a young scholar, didn't know the halakha. He didn't know. Okay? He didn't know. Fine. So Abaya just enlightened him and he went and he gave the money. Fine. Right? Right? 
Okay, a person is believed to say, I had a proof for this debt. So what happens? He's coming in year eight, year nine, whatever it is, after the Shemitah, right? And he wants to come to Betin to collect his debt. He comes with the Shtar Chov. And they tell him, okay, very nice, but Shemitah was last year. Where's the proof He says, I had the proof I lost it. We believe him. Why? Because there's a Chazakah that a person will not leave something that's Mutar and do something that's Asur. Meaning what? He had a way to collect this tet with, the, with the heter, to write the prusbul. And if he's claiming that he did it, we believe him. Why would he not do that, right? And just collect bi'isur. If he has a way to get his money, beheter, we assume, always assume the person wants to do the proper thing. The proper thing would have been to write a prusbul. So if he claims that he wrote a prusbul, we believe him. Fine. Ki midi so when, when they came, apparently now this case happened, come to Rav to collect after Shemitah, and Rav, again, there was no proofable apparently attached to the document, so Rav actually was putting words in their mouth. He asks them, wait, uh, maybe you had the proofable for this document that you brought me here and you lost it? Hinting him. Right? Mm. And says, This is an example of, you open the mouth of someone who doesn't know how to talk. Right? Well, you just did the same thing that the previous guy did. Which is what? No, it wasn't. This is the, they're coming. The, the guy is coming to collect to the, in the betin. He's coming to Rav is the betin. He's coming to collect on the document from somebody else. So what do you want him to do? What do you mean from somebody else? There's two guys. Reuven and Shimon have one has one. Reuven Shimon owes Reuven money. So Reuven comes to betin in year eight and he gives Rav the document that says Shimon owes him money. Right. So Rav says, there was a proof, right? You lost it, right? Yeah, 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 I lost it. That's what he's saying. Okay, so... But, but he didn't lose it? No, I don't know. Rav is saying this is an example of Petach Picha. We don't, we don't know. He doesn't know. We don't know. But we, we put words in his mouth to say there was a proof was lost. No, but it can't be that he's prompting him to lie. It can't be that he's prompting him to lie. What's Kegonze Petach Piala Ilemhu? I don't know. Do you need a witness for a proof? Yeah, yeah, to write it, you need it. I don't know that he's lost it. It sounds when, when you say Pitach who means the guy came, didn't say anything no, about it. Know that this is a tana. So he doesn't know it's a ta'na. Right, that's so exactly that's the point. Was, that's why Rob's telling it to him. I understand, but now, but again, like Eddie, he might be prompting him to lie at that point. And no, it seems that yes, lying. maybe he did lose it, and he didn't know that's a ta'na that he could say I lost it. Yeah. But then he wouldn't come if he if he thought he wasn't allowed to collect it altogether. He wouldn't have come. No, he I must think he. he, he no, the opposite. Why is he not claiming that? He, he's saying you he saying that he knows that it's such thing as having a proofable my loan in order to collect it, and he's and then no, if but that's, he doesn't know that if he lost it, he could still collect it. That's what Rab's pinging him on. So what? But why, why is he coming to betin then? Okay, so that's exactly the point because he wants to collect his loan. But he, but and but according to him, Richie, Rich, read the guy on the side. Read that. Wait, wait, what he says. Yeah. Right. 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 Was there was there a star or was there a proofable or not? He has no idea. 
And he's making the claim, Shayali ve'avad. He's saying she'en abadin yodea lit onetanotav. He doesn't know to make that claim. Right. So that's now again. Stop. You make the claim for him that there was a provable and it was lost. Does Rav know if there was a provable? He has no clue. Right. As if he's a lamb. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The fact that he's believed. So that according to that opinion, there's two different things going on. That's a yeah, different answer now. That, that's the Rashba that you talked about. Okay, fine. Say that. Now it's fine. He that means he knew that he had a provable. He didn't know that they would believe him if he said it was lost. Because right. why? Because otherwise you get into trouble of what I'm trying to say, which is what it sounds like is that you can claim that regardless if there was a provable or not. Right. Okay. Fine. I don't think so, right? Sounds that way. Sounds that way from the Pshat of the Gemara. Why would we, we don't know if you don't we don't know if you had one or not? Rav has no clue. Right, so he's saying <laughs> what? But the, but but the guy has a hazaka, Ali. He has a hazaka that that the Adam is lo shavik isura ve'achil lo shavik heter ve'achil isura. He's got that hazaka, so I can make a claim for him that he had it. The hazaka is that he had it, so I can say that he had it. What's the problem? I don't know if he had it or not, but he has a hazaka that he did, so I say he had it and it's lost. No, is that what he's saying? It's pitach picha leilim. I don't know. I, I understand that uh, when he says Amar leim idi plus wa yachal avad, that was Rav. Kegonze pitach picha leilim. He's saying, yeah, you had it, right? Did you have it? Yeah, you had it, right? Let's read the words inside one more time. All right. So he says, Rav Nachman says, "Neimad alam b'prusbul hayabiyadi ve'avad mimeni." My time, kibad tukin prusbul lo shavik yeter ve'achil isura ki atu lekamid Rav amale midi prusbul hayalecha ve'avad ki gonze petach picha leilemu. Right. So Rav is asking him. He's not saying he had it. Yeah, I think I, I think you all, you know, I, 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 the company, you know, with all respect, I think we're overreading those ki gonze petach picha leilemu. He's saying. You want to make sure this comes up at the at the. Uh, the judge is saying. The judge is saying. Yeah, you had you had a. He's putting words in his mouth. He's saying you had a proof. What was lost, right? Don't forget to bring this up. He obviously is saying lie. Yeah. He's saying, he's saying, he's saying, he's saying, he's no, he's not saying to lie. He has to mention this claim for him. He has to right. tell him you exactly. can you can claim you had you can claim you had a stone was lost. Right. Right. I think it's just a proof to show that one that says avad proves bulls. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh-oh. One minute. You just told me a minute ago, right, that if, if there is a, no prusbul, we can claim avad. Now, we have a statement over here, Mishnah, says if you brought the, prusbul, the document and there's no prusbul with it, you don't, you're not getting paid. So make up your mind. Why can't I just say, I'll leave you avad? ま、え、ちょっと、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま
I'm trying to collect from you. So the says, if you have bull, you can collect. Chachamim say, even without a bull, I can collect. something, otherwise you... I have a loan document. No, I understand we believe him, but I'm saying it has to be something, otherwise Shemitah did nothing. No, again, so again, he, I don't why? Because they'll claim I Ali Oh, saying because Ali Yeah. Meaning not Enosidik proves bull in terms of the original shtar. No, no, I don't need it with it now. I need it with me now. Right. Uh, I say I claim Ali The other one says no, no. If you don't have it, you lost the tough luck. You can't collect. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Fine. She says bektubot perikakotev alma lo mehemad lo maray Ali ve'avad. He was taken captive. The Evid was taken captive. Okay? Now she says he's Evid Kna'ani. Okay? Upidauhu. He was redeemed. Who redeemed him? Jews. Get which? Not the master. Other Jews. Now Evid Kna'ani is a quasi Jew, right? He's already Hayav in Mitzvot. He had some kind of, right? Tevila, Mila. We have to get to soon. Okay, fine. Mishnah Eved Pidauhu. Now, Im Lishum Eved, if he was redeemed in order to continue to be a slave, Yishtabed, then he'll be a slave. We'll see to who he's going to be have to be a slave for. Im Lishum Ben Horin, Lo Yishtabed. If he was redeemed in order to be freed, then he's not allowed to be a slave anymore. Ashbagomer Ben Kachu Ben Kach Yishtabed. I don't care what you did, what your intention was, he's a slave. Okay? The whole thing will come in the Gemara. We'll see what's going on. What's going on there, okay? So it says, Bemai Askinan. Please explain to me this case. The guy was taken captive. He was redeemed by somebody else. He has to be a slave. Again, no be a slave. What's going on over here? Ilema Lifne Yeush. If you're telling me that it's before the Yeush of the original owner. Lishum Ben Chorin Amai Lo If he was redeemed by a different Jew in order to be freed, why is he not a slave? If the original owner did not have Yeush, he's still owned by the original owner and he's a slave. I don't care what the other guy did and redeemed him very nice, but at the end of the day, this guy's still a slave because the owner never really pushed ownership over him. Who's he redeeming him from? So the Goyim. Goyim was taken captive by Goyim, okay? And Jews went and redeemed him from the Goyim. So the Uven had a slave and Shimon went and redeemed him from the Goy. And now, if Reuven never had Yehush, so the slave belongs to Reuven. What do you mean? But Shimon was intending to free him. I don't care. Shimon is not the master. He can't free the guy. Okay? Ela, you have to tell me, because the Mishnah says that it's the Mishnah says that that if it was Lishtem Ben Chorin, if the, uh, Shimon, Shimon redeemed this slave to be freed, he's free. So it has to be after Yehush. That's the only way. Okay? If that's true, Eved well, the Mishnah also said that if Shimon had intention to redeem him that he should be a slave, then he will be a slave. Now, why? <laughs> if it's after Yehush, Reuven doesn't have ownership over him anymore, well, why is he a slave anymore? He should be freed. Step one. This Mishnah is told about before Yehush. Why? Why? Let a boshini lo dehalishum ben chorin parke. Let a borishon nami lo dilma mimne eve lo parke. Okay? It's a gzera. So it's like this. Le olam, we're talking about, right? Lefnei ush, right? Sorry, le ahal ush. Le olam, right? Abayelma, le olam lefnei ush, sorry. Le olam, it's before ye ush. Okay, so if we say that, he, that Shimon was redeemed this slave for Lishem Avdut, Right? Then he's going to be an Eved. Yeah, he's going back to the, to the Borishon. 
He was always an Evid. There was no Yehush. And he goes back to the, to the Uven. Great. The Uven, Shimon is owed some money. Very nice. But uh, uh, Just the Yehush of Rabori Shon determines whether or not they're freeing him to be a slave. Or no. Free? Shimon went and paid and his intention was to free the guy. Right. Or Shimon went and paid and his intention was to keep him as a slave. Okay. okay. So now we need to know. Very nice what Shimon did for his intention. But I need to know what was Reuven's status at the time. Right. Did he have Yehush on this slave or not? So it doesn't matter what Shimon went to So do. now we're saying if there was no Yehush... So when Shimon went and thought to redeem him to be a slave, that right. means slave to the Right. If it was redeemed that he should be free, now we have a gezira. Well, if he redeemed it to be free, and really there was still no Yehush, so for Shimon, he can't be a slave to Shimon, right. because Shimon redeemed it to be free. Right. And he, never he never thought to acquire him, and he couldn't acquire him because he belonged to the Uven. Right. Why can't he go back to the Uven if you, if, you if you took him out to be free? So he says, Because if people will not go and redeem slaves that were taken captive, they're going to end up just being slaves again. He was anti-slavery guy. He wants to have the guy freed. So if we, and we want him to be free. Technically, the guy is Chayab in Mitzvot. And he's by the Goy. And he can't keep Mitzvot over there. We do want him back. If we, if we force him to go back to the Uven, nobody's going to come. Shimon or someone else will never come and redeem someone else's slave because he's going back to the slave anyway. So we're, we're not going to do that. So we'll wake a Gezerah that he can never go back to becoming a slave again. That's Abaye's explanation of the Mishnah. And that's if there is still no Yehush? Only with no Yehush. That's the halacha. That's the way Only the Mishnah Yehush. makes sense. If there's there's no Yehush. And the guy goes free no matter what. Right. So let's, intention was to... Was so, to so, so let's read the Mishnah now according yeah. to Abaye. You ready? Eved yeah. And there was no Yehush. Upida'uhu. Right? And Shimon comes along and redeems him. Im l'shum Eved. If Shimon redeemed him as Eved, yishta'abed l'reuven. The im l'shum ben chorin, he was redeemed. Lo yishta'abed not to Shimon and not to l'reuven. Good? We'll explain Ashbag in a minute. I don't care what you did, but that's the way Abaye explains the Mishnah. Good? Good. Next. Rabban Shimon said. All of Neyush. It says, In the Shum Ben Chorin, Lo Yishta Abed, and we're saying it's a Gezerah. It's a Gezerah. You can't be a Shimon because he redeemed him to be free, and you can't be for the because then people are not going to redeem slaves. Okay, second line in the wide lines. Right? Okay, fine. And then how is he explained Ashbag? Ashbag doesn't care. Why? Just like there's a mitzvah to, to be Bodeh Ben Chorin, the mitzvah to be to, to be Bodeh Avadim, people are going to do it anyway because there's a mitzvah and there's no reason to make any gezerah. Let him go back to the Uven no matter what. Because it's Lufna Yehush. So he goes back to the Uven and don't worry about it because people will do it anyway because it's a mitzvah. Fine. Rava Amar Le'olam Le'achar Yehush. It's really after Yehush. Ve'lishum Eved Yishta'abed Le'rabo Sheni. Lishum Ben Chorin Lo Yishta'abed Le'rabo Rishon Ve'lo Le'rabo Sheni. Why? Le'rabo Sheni Lo Deha Lishum Ben Chorin Parke. Le'rabo Rishon Nami Lo Deha Le'achar Yehush Hava. Period. Comes along Rabban Shimon Gamaliel and says, no, 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 no. This whole, I'm sorry, I mean, Rava comes along, says the whole Mishnah is after Yehush. It's all after Yehush. Okay? And therefore, when I tell you, that's to Shimon. 
Reuven relinquished ownership. Shimon went and redeemed him for an Ebed. He's like he bought the slave. It's his slave now. He's Ta'bed with Shimon. Okay? Lishum ben Chorin, lo ishtabed, lo lebo ishon, velo lebeshoni. Why? Because, because now, because already the Uven for sure can't get him back as Yehush. And the Shimon's intention was to free him. Right. Great. Rashbag says, Why? Because of Chizkiah. Because why? We made a takana. We don't, no matter what, if the Evid was taken captive, he's going to be an Evid again. Why? Because otherwise, it's a very easy way for a slave to get himself freed out of freedom, out of slavery. Go, go run to the goyim, let them take you captive, and now they're going to come redeem you and you're free. Right. Uh, yeah, good scam. We're not having any good scams over here. No matter what, you're a slave. Okay? Okay, fine. Even according to this means, he's going to be, he's going to be a slave to Shimon no matter what. Even if you were redeemed the shame freedom, you're a slave to Shimon, because again, after for the Uven, it's after Yehush already. It's over. It's not yours. Okay? And therefore, we'll stop here and we're going to challenge your opinions tomorrow, back and forth. Amen. 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 Amen.